I'll start this thing. It is very easy for us to get things mixed up. It is difficult for us to accurately distinguish right from wrong. It is hard to know when a person is telling the truth or a lie. It is even hard for us to be confident that the very messages that we share are grounded in fact. Many years ago, before I heard the truth of God's word on this issue, I personally taught falsehoods about baptism. In other words, I taught things that God's word didn't say about baptism. As an associate pastor, I taught that if someone was baptized as a baby, that God was not pleased with that. I falsely taught that a true baptism was actually an outward sign of my inward faith. In other words, I used to teach that baptism was something that I did to show God that I was faithful. I did not know that baptism was something that God desired to give me. I taught what I had been taught by other sincere people, and I was very sincere. I was very sincere and believed that what I was teaching was true. It had been shared to me by people that I love and trust. But the truth of God's word as I read it, it ended up saying something different. It said that this is a gift to be received. Through baptism, God caused me to be born again, John 3. And it made me his child, Galatians 3. And my baptism also provided me with forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit, Acts 2. And the list goes on and on. You can see Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 5, Romans 6, and just, it's all over the place. The truth of God's word pointed out that I had been, although it, be, uh, although it was unknowingly, I had been sharing lies about God's word. In fact, you know what? I could not find one verse that shared something that I shared so confidently. There is not a Bible verse that says that baptism is an outward sign of my inward faith. Not one. I was shocked. When I realized this, I knew I could no longer teach what I had previously taught. I left my old denomination, and I started on a road that eventually led me here. The transformation was not immediate. It was a long process. The point is, I had things mixed up. Without really examining God's word, I believed that it said something that it didn't say. I was totally sincere in what I taught, and many people believed me. But I was spreading a lie. When I thought I was being faithful, I was being faithless. Thanks be to God, by his word, the Holy Spirit turned me away from trusting in some inward thing, some inward inclination. It turned me from that. It turned me away from my good intentions. 
and my good works and the Holy Spirit turned me toward the work of my Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus gave me a baptism that is a lavish washing away of sins and a new birth in the Holy Spirit, as St. Paul says in Titus chapter 3. There it says that he saved us. Through the, uh, he saved us. Let me read that verbatim. He saved us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. It's all His work. Jesus does the saving work. Jesus does the washing Jesus gives the new birth. Jesus gives the justification, and he does this because he's full of grace. Jesus gives me eternal life. He does this, he does this through baptism, which the Bible says cleanses and renews my sinful inward heart from the outside in. Why does he do this? Because he loves me. And he desires to make me his own. The same is true for you. This world, as it has been made clear of late, is very confusing. It's very mixed up. It is hard to know what to believe when we see passionate arguments on all sides of the issues that bombard us on the news. The truth is, only Jesus is clear. He is the only one who is clear of mind in a world that is stained by sin. Only Jesus truly bears witness to the truth. The Bible says that all who are of the truth listen to his voice. And they hear him. We hear him by the power of the Holy Spirit. In our gospel, with that, let us listen to today's gospel. In our gospel, the truth, that is Jesus, says... The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds also appeared. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How does it then does it have weeds? He said to them, an enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? But the master said, no. Lest in gathering the weeds, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles. To be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. 
And Jesus breaks down this parable for us in the second part of the gospel. He explains that he himself is the one who sows the seed. And we know from the parable of the sower that we heard last week, and this parable put together, that the seed is both God's true word and the children of God that come from the hearing of that word. And the weeds, they are the sons of the devil, who is himself the father of lies. And from today's parable, we see that on this side of eternity, we're not in heaven yet, in case you didn't notice. On this side of eternity, is, it is... That does not make sense. <laughs> At this side of eternity, it is very difficult to distinguish the truth from the lie. And it can't be separated. We saw that when they desired to pull out the weeds, he said, you're going to be gathering truth. And when you, when you desire to pull out the truth, there's going to be lies that come up with it. In his parable, Jesus noted that the master would not let them pull up the weeds because they were too close to the wheat. It's hard for us to separate truth from lies. You see, people, you see, as people, we don't know the hearts of any individual. But they sound convincing. That person sounds true. It's hard to know. Sometimes it is difficult for us to discern our own hearts. Well, that seems really right to me. That makes a lot of sense. Like I told you before, I felt like, I mean, I had no reason to doubt what I was teaching. I mean, I really, I really believed it. I had good intentions when I was saying false things about God's gifts. I was saying something different than God's word said. But I felt really good about it. I was wrong. I needed God's truth, His Word, to correct and save me. And it was so great because when I think it's all about my inward faith, guess what? There is lots in there inside of me that is not very good. If it's depending on me, there's all sorts of bad stuff in there. Thanks be to God, it depends on Jesus. Jesus, the truth, and his word alone can separate truth from lies, sin from evil. The Bible says that the word of God is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit. It, it, it separates the truth from the lies. It separates the sinner from the saint. It separates between joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and the intentions. 
The word of God can separate the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. By God's grace, we have his word that alone bears witness to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. In this world full of lies, our God who speaks to us in his true word will keep us from being uprooted with the weeds. By his undeserved grace and Holy Spirit, we are kept close to Jesus through his word. Even as we journey through this valley of sorrows. And honestly, I think we are all just done with it. We are done with 2020. Um, I would like to return this. Please, please take it back. It's so confusing. And there's so much hate. Isn't there? Look at the internet. It, you got to retreat to one side or the other because you need somebody to like you. Right? It's, it's pretty rough. In this world full of lies, he is the one who speaks truth. We want to stay close to him because it's getting confusing out there. We want to stay close to the Savior who shed his blood for us. For us to receive in the sacrament so that we could have his life flowing through our veins. Jesus continues in the parable. He says, The Son of Man will send his angels and they will gather out of his kingdom, listen to this, all causes of sin and all lawbreakers. The causes of sin mean on the, means that on the last day, the angels will even take out of our very own hearts, I look forward to this, the things that cause us to struggle with sin. That discontent you feel, that anxiety that you feel, that tension that makes you retreat to sin. The last day, even that feeling is gone. Causes of sin. You see, even though Jesus has washed us with water and the word and made us his own in baptism, we still struggle with sin, with lies daily. Those things that cloud us, that make us confused, they will be taken away from us and from all the kingdom on that last day. I can't wait for my Lord to take away all the lies in my life that I can't even discern. And the lawbreakers are those who chose the devil's lies over the truth. When I say the truth, that is, they denied Jesus. The causes of our sin and the lawbreakers, Jesus says, and it, this is the reason that Jesus came to save us from this, but it says that they will be thrown into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
And it says, then Jesus says, then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear, Jesus says. I wanted to talk with you about truth today. Because we are living in a world where it is very common to hear contradicting, if you notice a tagline that's being said by everybody on all sides, is that the science and the facts, da da da, you fill in the blanks. Everybody's saying this. And they can't all be right. We can all be wrong, but we can't all be right. The science and facts on just about every aspect of our lives. And I find myself really struggling what to believe. I'm confused. Because these people making these arguments are passionate. I need the truth of God's word now more than ever. His word may not tell me true stats on the coronavirus. But his word will make sure that all the no- in all the noise that's surrounding me right now, in all the noise, I will not lose track of the most important thing of all. His word will keep me from picking sides. His word will keep me from hating my neighbor. His word will help me to decipher when I am being asked to sin. And when I have sinned, his word will lead me back to repentance. In a world full of people with good intentions, sharing falsehoods as if they were true, we need Jesus who alone bears witness to the truth. Because as we noted, it is hard to see, to decipher, to separate the wheat from the weeds. We stay close to the seed that is the word of God and the sower who is Jesus himself. And we hold up everything Everything, even our own thoughts. We hold up everything to God's word to see if what we're thinking truly matters or not. And as we hold on to God's word, we have a hope of a final salvation that will not let us down. In the midst of all the turmoil, we lift up our heads to the heavens. And we have our ears tuned to a particular sound that we have not heard yet, but we know it very well. Our ears are tuned to that final trumpet sound. And we watch for the coming of the Son of Man with His angels. And as we wait, we continue to, by His grace, Receive his gift of love through the means of grace. And Jesus' love, it flows through our veins to the love of our neighbor, even those who may consider us enemies. That is not how we consider them.
We love our neighbor as ourself because of his first loving us. This, these things, are the most important things of all. Everything else, all the noise, may just not be as important as we thought it was. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you.